0: Namaste from Nepal. This is Ross. This is installment 17 of the show. This week, I'm going to tell you about how I went to Iceland. I went to Paris. I walked around some farms. I went skydiving. I even built and decorated my own house. I'm going to tell you how I did all this in this episode. Thanks for listening. So for the past month here in Kathmandu, I've had the opportunity to mess around a lot with the Oculus Rift S and the Oculus Go, which if you're not familiar, are two virtual reality headsets. Basically, you put these over your head, they cover your eyes, you can do all sorts of things with them. The more I use them, the more I learn and understand about their capabilities, and it is enormous what they can do. I was playing games, like I talked about, I went to Iceland, I went to France, I was walking under the Eiffel Tower, I was getting tour guides from all over the world in different cities. I was, the the house I talked about, I built my own office inside this beautiful home overlooking the ocean, and it is just incredible, the possibilities of VR, and since this is a travel podcast, I'm going to focus primarily on the possibilities of travel that, that VR presents. I also have personal blog. And on that blog, I wrote an article about virtual reality from several other perspectives, including work, education, entertainment, and so on. So I'll link to that in the show notes. But again, for the purpose of this show, I'm going to talk about the potential that VR has to entirely disrupt the travel industry. It's amazing. And I'm, I'm pretty excited to tell you about this. It's hard to describe the effect that VR has on you. Because it's not like looking at a TV you could say with the TV like it's as realistic as you see something with your own eye or it's slightly pixelated or something like that with VR you get the visual but you also get sound and you get haptic if you're if you have controllers that have haptic feedback and so it is totally immersive and you really feel like you're doing whatever it is that you're you're in so like I was taking tours of cities I was scuba diving. I was doing all these exciting things and it was so realistic. You totally zone into it and everything else on the outside world, like doesn't matter. You, you forget about it. You get so immersed in the experience. So I foresee a couple things happening with travel and virtual reality. One is that you're gonna be able to test out places you want to go. Let's say you have only a week or two or a limited amount of time for a vacation You want to make sure you pick the right place so why not check out Spain why not check out Morocco why not check out Brazil virtually decide if you like it decide if there's something there that you want to see in person and then go from there or if you're somebody who doesn't like traveling you don't like getting on airplanes you don't like all the downsides of traveling and there's a lot you know there's being in an unfamiliar environment it's uncomfortable for a lot of people and so for that segment of the population you can just travel virtually. Just go to the, the funnest parts, which is experiencing certain aspects of the culture. You can just do that from the comfort of your own living room. No jet lag, no expense, no packing, nothing. And so it's gonna just open up travel to a whole segment of the population. And it's totally free. I could go around with a 360 degree camera and I can shoot these videos here in Kathmandu And then you could enjoy them as if you're really here from the comfort of your own home. So I see that happening. And also for work, I mean, why would you travel for work to go sit in a conference room with some people when you could just do the same thing from your home? And that has a ton of application right now with most of the world being on lockdown and people being afraid of traveling. This is going to have ramifications for the hotel industry, for the event industry, I mean, you could go watch a concert on this thing and feel like you're really in the crowd, or it's gonna have ramifications on the airline industry. I would guess that in the future, people aren't gonna fly like they do today. I mean, not only are a lot of the airlines about to go bankrupt, which they should, if the government wasn't artificially propping them up, but it's gonna probably, in the foreseeable future, it's gonna be a lot more expensive to travel, and why do that? When you could just simply put on the headset and be where you want to be. And the last application that excites me probably the most is the applications for remote work. Because I was just putting on this headset and I was doing almost everything I could do on my own computer. And you can even pull up, so I mentioned I mentioned building an office. So with the Oculus Rift Home, you get a virtual house and inside that house you can decorate it, you can put the furniture, you can put the outside just how you like it. So I built this house overlooking the ocean, there was ships bobbing at port, there was a nice breeze rolling through, I set up a comfortable couch right on the edge of the balcony there, and then you can pull up a virtual desktop. So I had literally my computer accessible within the virtual world and I could change the screen, I could make it bigger or smaller, I could do double monitors, triple monitors, just a ton of flexibility with all of the same functionality that I get on my computer. The biggest problem was the typing. I haven't figured out a good solution for a keyboard while you have the headset on. But anyways, where I'm going with this is I could be inside a cramped, tiny little hotel room anywhere on the road, anywhere in the world with a Wi-Fi connection. I put on my headset and suddenly I'm in the perfect environment for me to be productive, for me to be creative, and I have access to my computer. The potential of this is incredible. Like I don't need a co-working space even i don't need an office i'm in the best place for me to be productive and i can do that from anywhere in the world even if my physical body is sitting in the tiniest imaginable dirtiest dingiest hotel with construction noise in the background whatever it is i zone out all distractions and i have the perfect environment for me personally so i'm so excited by this because I'm just going to travel probably with a VR headset, and even in my own house, why would I have a computer monitor when I could have this way more flexible solution that just gives me so much more focus and ability to get things done. As some of you listening probably know, I love scuba diving, I'm a big scuba diver, and the thing I love about scuba diving is the other world that you're in, it's totally silent, What's happening on the surface ceases to matter. You're not looking at your phone. There's no distractions. You're just laser focused. And that is the same effect that virtual reality has. i fired up some courses, on some YouTube videos and stuff, and I was just totally focused on it in a way that I never could in any college course. So for me, the potential of not just travel but education, and again, I talked about work, and this thing is going to change everything about how we work, play, learn. It's just so exciting, and I just I just hope every single person listening to this goes out and tries one of these things out, because I think it can change everyone's life. A great movie about where this technology could possibly go is, book and movie is Ready Player One, which is a futuristic sci-fi novel. Basically, it's... Every, everybody does everything in virtual reality, and you could go your whole life, your best friend you might have never met in person, you just interact with them in the virtual world. And I, I hope that's not where this technology goes, because I don't think that would be a beneficial thing for humans. But everything else, the, the educational aspect and the ease of traveling and having experiences and stuff within the virtual world is so incredible. And so I encourage you to watch that movie if you haven't. And kind of start thinking about where this technology can go. So the main thing it'll do is dematerialize every aspect of our life. Like I said, I'm probably never going to own a monitor again or a TV because I have the headset. I'm not going to need to own a car because I go to work inside of the headset. Um, I'm not going to need to rent an office because, again, I go to work inside of the headset. I don't need a computer. So. I'll go quickly into the two headsets that I've used. The Oculus Quest, which is a standalone, you don't need anything, the the processor, the storage, everything is inside of the headset. And then there's the Oculus Rift, which connects to the PC. So that one you have to have a PC for, obviously. And so um, with something like the Quest, I don't even need a computer. I don't need a laptop. I don't need anything. This headset could replace all of my electronics. It's it's amazing to think about how this could replace so much of the materials in our life, so much of the commuting, so much of the travel, so much of the things that we won't need to do in the future. And right now in the hysteria of the coronavirus, people are talking about employers being liable if they have, they hold work and some of their employees get sick. Like, that's crazy. Why would anyone have work in person when you could buy everyone a headset and they can work from home. Like, why would they take on that risk if, uh, and of course, I totally disagree with everything that the government is doing right now, the United States government, but um, yeah, why would you take on that risk as an employer if you could just have everyone work from home and work remotely? And as amazing as this technology currently is, it is at the very, very beginning, like A whole bunch of companies are just getting started or are about to launch their equivalent of virtual reality or augmented reality like i think apple's got something in the works by 2023 and google's got something facebook is the early leader with the oculus uh, oculus brand and so they're going to continue to progress by leaps and bounds like the oculus go that i've been using it's two years old but it's like ancient compared to the oculus rift Probably the, the one I would buy right now is the Oculus Quest. So if you don't want to do a bunch of research and you're interested in getting a headset, look at the Oculus Quest. That's a standalone, and it does pretty much everything that you, you would want from the latest technology with VR. But yeah, this is a super exciting field. Um, one of the reasons I do this podcast, the primary reason, I would say, is as an update for my friends and family. The secondary reason is as a journal for myself. I just kind of want to have these to look back on and remember where I was throughout my trip. And so a cool thing that this episode is going to serve as is like a yardstick that I will see, I'll look back at it, you know, probably two years from now, be like, wow, that was unbelievably primitive. I can't believe that that first generation of virtual reality, you know, I was even talking about it because probably by then it'll be, 50% Fifty percent of employers will will be issuing headsets, and most of the work will be done at home. we're gonna we're entering a very different world. It's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be fun. So thank you for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you next week.